0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. What's up, Commanders fans? Welcome into Believe in Commanders. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're feeling good. The Commanders are on a three-game win streak, looking to make it four and arguably their biggest game of the season against the division rival, the New York Giants, who also happen to be the team right in front of them in the standing. So a huge game all around. This Sunday in the Meadowlands in New Jersey, not New York. They're fakers. They're they're not actually in New, They're not actually in New York. They're in New Jersey. But it's Brian Murphy. It's Triple A Anthony Armstrong. How are you doing, my friend?
0: Man, I'm good, man. The weather then got cold over here, though, man. It was in the 30s this morning. It was like 32. I was out there training my group of uh, campers, and I was like, "Let's get up out of here quick, y'all, because it is chilly." But the team is hot.
1: The team that's is right. Hot. That's right. It's a little brisk outside, but hot on the field. And it's time to cash in on some of, some of the commanders and, and bet on those teams. So tell us how we can do that at bet online, guys that bring us our show each week.
0: Yes, indeed, you can go to Bet Online, get all your betting in. The basketball's back; that's the big thing that's on right now. Luka Doncic is probably the best in the world. You can bet on Unreal. him at Bet Online. He's amazing. Uh, it's Bet Online is going to remain your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You're going to find all your latest odds, the team matchup info, player news, and the game trends over there at Bet Online. As your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways. All. Season long, always the fastest and the easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NBA, NFL, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get your reward. That's B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% welcome bonus. Brian, What's your? who is your hockey team?
1: my I hockey team are the, the caps yeah the caps i uh, i remember going to games when i was little back when i used to live up in maryland that's why i'm a fan of all these dmv teams but yeah the caps so still riding high from 2018 holding out hope that another Cup is on the way before Alex Ovechkin, Ovechkin calls it a career.
0: Yeah, I have an OV jersey in my closet oh, right now. As matter of fact, it's not signed or anything. I got it Still. off the rack. But, uh, I went to one Caps game when I was up there with Washington. You're um, a bell, but, that's
1: a good job, Bell. Yes, what that
0: indeed. Was. yes, indeed. But I'm also a Stars fan. Went to a Stars game, took the family there uh, this past, uh, uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. So that was a fun experience as well.
1: Um, You mentioned basketball and I saw this. You mentioned Luca. I know we're going to get to the commanders. Don't worry. Uh He tied Dirk Nowitzki for the most 40 point games in Mavs history. That is absurd to me. This guy yeah. has been in the league. What f- this is his fourth year, fifth year. Yeah, him he's, 23. Trey, he's 23 he's years old. He's already tied one of the all-time greats, Dirk Nowitzki, with 20 40-point games. That's unreal. He also uh, just tallied his 51st triple-double in his career. So he's only second to
0: the great Oscar Robertson uh, in uh, obtaining triple-doubles in in a quick fashion. So Luka Doncic, man, that guy's absolutely crazy. I think he'd be a great tight end. Oh, yeah. He'd be able to play tight end. Um, I don't know if we could do him at quarterback just because I don't know where hell he's going to throw the ball. But Mm -hmm. that's neither here nor there. That is neither here nor there. Let's jump into this thing. Yep. Big matchup coming up on Sunday. We got the Giants and the Commanders teeing off at uh what is it? What's that field called?
1: MetLife. Is that Met Storm Life? life? Met Everything life. changes every now and, Some and then. Some
0: people call it Jet Life, but this week it's MetLife Field. Uh supposed to be sunny, about you know 48 degrees or so. Should be clear weather. Uh, what do you think in this game? What do you what do you think?
1: Well, I'm I'm thinking, you know, I at, at first when I saw the schedule, I was getting nervous because those Giants are all of a sudden really good. I, I'll admit that when I saw the Giants in back-to-back games with the bye week in between, I was like, okay, a dub going into the bye week, a dub coming out of the bye week. But Brian Dayball, man, he is, he's unreal. He's got this team clicking. Uh, they started six and one. They look like one of the best teams in the league. They've lost three out of four, but that's the NFL. You're still in a good spot, or the Giants are still in a good spot at seven and four. I mentioned at the beginning, they're right ahead of the commanders, who are seven and five. So this is no walk in the park. This is a huge two game stretch over three weeks with the bye in between. This is huge. And I I think the commanders need, absolutely need, you know, nothing's a, a must win game, but I think they need to get one, at least one of these. And it'd be sweet to steal this one on the road, go into MetLife and get a big dub. Uh, and right now, the way that the Giants are playing, they've lost three out of four. It's, it's prime picking time, and I, I like the commanders in this matchup from an X's and O's standpoint.
0: I like the commanders too. I mean, when you go and look at just some of the stats about you know what New York is doing, I've, you were correct. They started off the season on fire. I mean, six and one. Nobody thought that was going to happen, but they made it happen. Uh, I personally feel like they just kind of run out. Of, they've run out of juice. I don't know if they have anything else in the cupboard that they're going to be able to go in and 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 whip something up unless Brian Dable finds a way to install some new plays and get some more out of Daniel Jones. I mean, Saquon Barkley's been playing out of his. He's, you know, mm. he's got more rushing yards than I think four or five NFL teams right now. Uh, I, and,
1: and real quick, I love to see that. I'm so glad that he is back and healthy. The league, is, the league is better when Saquon Barkley is out there doing his thing. As much as I hate it for the Commanders, I love it for the game of football.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's, he's definitely, I would say, you got to put him in the in the, in the the mix for comeback player of the year. And the other oh, guy, yeah. I would oh, say, yeah. is you know, Geno Smith. I think um, just what he's been able to do has been pretty special <laughs> as well. But the Giants schedule does not, play well for them to, to have a strong finish in this season. They got two matchups with the commanders, two matchups with the Eagles. Uh, and plus they got the Vikings and then the Colts. So there's a good chance they could lose the vast majority of those things, but it's going to be a tough town for them to try to make it into the playoffs. I personally feel that Washington's schedule is a little bit more friendly, if you yeah. will. And it, it, it bodes well for them to use that momentum uh, with a few other things to get yeah. into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, for, for the Commanders, first of all, off the top of my head, I know the competition is a little tough. I think the Browns are are better than their record show. We know the 49ers are good, the Cowboys, and then obviously the two against the Giants. But after this week, your last four, three of them are at home. So uh, definitely got to take advantage of of those games and and win, win those games at FedEx. I think we saw what it can be uh-huh. against the Falcons, and hopefully down the stretch with this team winning more football games, it'll be even sweeter and louder in that play. So I'm with you. I think the Giants kind of uh, struck gold early, but are kind of falling on hard times, and I... I the reason I say that it sets up nicely for the commanders is because the teams that have beat them, uh, the Seahawks are a little bit different animal. Geno Smith's just throwing the ball all over the place. They do have a good running back in, in Kenneth Walker III, but the other two teams, the Lions and the Cowboys, absolutely gashed them on the ground to yep. a tune of over 160 yards. And between the two teams, six rushing touchdowns. And what do our commanders like to do? They love to pound the football with Brian Robinson heating up last week. We know what Antonio Gibson can do. And even Jonathan Williams got in there and had a couple of nice carries. So yep. this sets up really, really nicely for the commanders. And I think the, the blueprint is what they've done over this, this hot streak is just run the football.
0: Absolutely. You got to lean that way. You never know what the weather will be like. I, I, I know I said it's going to be 48 and, and sunny, but hey, it could end up being windy and rainy up there yeah. in New York out of nowhere. So uh, it's definitely big to just continue to run that ball. But you talk about run the ball. The defense needs to stop the run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, New York's lost these last two games. They've been held under 100 yards. One thing I did notice on the statistics all year, they're six to know when they run for over 100 yards. Six and zero if they get over 100 yards on the ground. They are one and three if they're under 100 yards rushing. So with our with Washington's defensive line being their strong suit, and and yes, last week they gave up a whole bunch of yards to Atlanta. But Atlanta's you know that's what they do the best. They don't do mm-hmm. much else well. They do that really really well. Um, so they chalk that one up. But I, I say this matchup against the Quan Barkley in this running game is going to be a, a great one for Washington, uh, even if they don't throw Chase Young out there.
1: Yeah, they are top five in the league in rushing, even with those couple of weeks off. uh, They are your fifth in the league in total rushing yards. Uh, yeah, they run it really well, and it starts with Saquon Barkley. But just like Marcus Mariota last week, just like Jalen Hurts a couple weeks back, Daniel Jones can run the football pretty well, and he can keep it and he can sneak it on you a couple of times. We've seen him. I think he's done it against the the Commanders, against the Redskins, against the football team before. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, they got to look out for him. I think it's largely going to be kind of the same idea of what the Falcons did. They the the Giants have struggled on the receiver side of things with injuries. Wandale Robinson went down. Kenny Galladay just hasn't been that guy. They mm-hmm. traded Kadarius Toney. I mean, they're looking for guys. You know, they're they're rumored, you know, OBJ is going to visit them. He yep. could probably start for them immediately because that's how thin they are at wide receiver. So I think that it's their bread and butter to run the football, and they're gonna hopefully use the run to set up the pass like the Falcons did. So Hopefully the commanders watch that tape. Like uh like we said, there were there was some bad stuff. Even in a win, there can be some bad stuff. And hopefully they took that to heart and are, are ready for this this next uh vaunted Russian attack because the, the Giants can bring it at you too.
0: Yeah, I don't have any any lack of confidence in the defense to step up to the occasion because you you remember when they played Houston you were saying that John Allen was almost to tears at how upset he was at the defense giving up over 100 yards in the second half when they just held Houston to five now I don't expect them to hold the Giants to five yards and a half but I do expect them to have a very you know dominating performance inspired performance even if they don't get chase young I keep mentioning because yeah. I have my feelings about uh, if they should throw him out there or not, but I think they can beat him without. They don't need Chase Young to win this game, uh, yeah. and I think that uh, the defensive line is going to definitely be continue to be the anchor and the foundation for this team.
1: Well, can you imagine in a game that they only gave up 100-and-something yards, like you said, against the Texans, what was John Allen saying after they gave up 160-something on the ground to the Falcons? You know that that probably bruised some of their egos, Man. and he probably had those guys uh, – doing double time you know this week in practice so I'm with you I think that they will bounce back Saquon Barkley is a different animal he's going to get his but can you limit him and I think that the commanders will have a, a really good plan in place to try to do that
0: Absolutely, and you mentioned Mar- uh, not Mariota. Daniel Jones is probably mm-hmm. watching tape of Mariota and saying, yeah. "Hey, I can do some of those things." I and mean, he's coming in with about 450 yards rushing this year, four touchdowns. That's really good production for this guy. I mean, Saquon has close to a thousand, uh, but he has 1,200 total scrimmage yards. So they're going to find a way to get him the ball. Uh, Saquon is the is the engine to this offense. He is what makes this thing go. Um, the first couple of snaps of watching the tape of New York versus uh, Dallas. I've realized they don't throw the ball downfield very much. They yeah. they only throw it downfield to Darius Slayton. At least they did in that game. He's their big play guy. They don't have much uh, much else help, much help elsewhere outside on the receiver position. And a lot of it is just rollouts, get the ball out of Daniel Jones' hands quick and let Saquon do some of the heavy lifting. So uh, it's going to be, a, I would feel like it's going to be, you know, similar, similar play calling that, that, that they've seen on tape uh, going up against, uh, you know, the previous opponents for New York. And you know, I'm excited to see how they match up, especially, you know, I don't know if BSJ is supposed to play. We'd love right. to see him get back out there and uh, I saw some talks about there's some shuffling across the offensive line right now. Trey Turner may be out. Sam Cosby may move down to right guard. Uh, and then that could bring uh, who is they? who they had that. I got to go look at the tweet. Basically, they're doing some shuffling on the offensive line. They're trying to play some things. I think Wes, uh, Wes Schweitzer is making his way back as well from uh, from that concussion. So there's, yeah. there, there's some healthy people coming back for uh, for Washington.
1: Yeah, that offensive line were were they were mauling Falcons all over the place. And Cosme came in with that club on his pinky on his hand. It looks so goofy. It looks it looks like he just has a huge pinky finger. But He's man, famous. that I I think they're doing a good job of putting their best guys out there. Like it's kind of like basketball. You don't you kind of you kind of avoid the positions late in the game, right? Like you, you just kind of have your five best guys out there. And I think that that's what they're trying to do with the offensive line. Like Trey Turner's fine. Yeah, I mean, he could he could do a good job for you at over a 60 minute game, but you could probably get a little bit more. Like you said, with a Sam Cosme and a Cornelius Lucas, just kind of road grading in front of these guys. So I like to hear that. Um, I did see that Antonio Gibson has been, Limited with a a foot injury. and I think Scott Turner talked about he doesn't seem too worried, but um, I think he had a toe or something last year or the year before. So that's something to keep an eye on. But if that means more uh, Brian Robinson, what we saw last week, more Brian Robinson is a good thing. So I think that they'll be okay. Whoever is out there running the ball.
0: Absolutely. And you've mentioned Brian Robinson right on time. My number two key for Washington is to run the ball and control the time of possession. You mentioned yep. it already. 169 on the ground versus Dallas, 160 versus Detroit. Both of those games, those teams had the ball well over 30 minutes. Uh, Washington can do that. They did that against Philly. They, they can do that here. Uh, but you got to be careful because the defense does have 13 forced fumbles on this year. They don't have a lot of interception. So it's kind of flipped from what Atlanta does that, you know, mm-hmm. New York's going to get up in your face. They're going to play some press, uh, but they don't give up. They don't get a lot of interceptions. So, um, you know, maybe you can throw the ball a little bit and and trust that your receivers are going to be able to pluck it out of the air. But right now, man, if I'm looking at this running game, I am going to run this ball every single time, and I'm going to demoralize them with it. That's what the plan would be for me.
1: Yeah, and when and when it's wide open because they're, they're biting down on the run, you go to Terry McLaurin, who has had some huge games against the Giants. I was just looking at his stats. I think it's five games against the Giants. He averages seven catches and 95 yards, plus he, I think he's got three or four touchdowns against them. So uh, when they give you the pass, go right to number 17. Let him have a huge day. So I really – I'm trying not to be a homer, and I know the Giants have played really well way better than uh anyone expected them to you know especially with a first year head coach but I really like the commanders um uh, you know on offense against them I like the commanders on defense against them I think that they have the advantage now you have to go out and execute like we yeah. all know you don't play a game on paper but uh just the way the trends are going it's certainly leaning in the commander's favor
0: that is a fact that is a fact 100 I mean all in all you know, this This is a game that you need. You need to win as, as a commander. You have to get this W. You can't afford to go into the bye on a loss. I mean, right. th- we d- we were talking earlier in the year, this week 14 bye week, we circled it because I was like, man, this could end up playing in their favor. Generally yeah. late bye weeks suck. They, they really do because you have to just deal with injuries and you have to play injured. I mean, now mind you, everybody's hurt when they're playing at some point in this league, but week 14, that yeah. is I mean, the season's almost finished, you know yep. what I mean? And you're still just haven't even had that week off yet. Yes, there's been the Thursday to to Sundays where you have that 10-day period or whatnot, but that ain't the same. Yeah, that bye week is something special. So it's going to be strategic for Washington to see how they use that bye week.
1: Yeah. To me, this kind of uh, lines up kind of like a uh – a baseball series right so uh, baseball teams obviously play three and four games at a time and a lot of them go over the weekend so a team will take the friday and saturday game feeling pretty good about themselves and then they'll drop the sunday matinee and to mm-hmm. me that's almost worse to me i, I want to finish out the sweep at that point you know what i'm saying and go into yeah. that next series or that off day on monday with mm-hmm. with a, a, a clean three or four game sweep and and, and while the commanders have played well going 7 and 1 sounds a lot better than going 6 and 2 going into the bye week. So yeah, I'm with bad. you. I think you almost have to win this game, assert yourselves, move up in the playoff standings, go take that 6 spot from a division rival. Could you could you imagine they're sitting at 1 and 4, basically buried in the division and then by the time their bye week rolls around, they've moved up uh, past one of those teams with Dallas and Philly just ahead of them, so that would be sweet. And I think you really got to go for it. I think you got to attack uh, success. And while while a split would be ideal, I think uh, you should be greedy and go get the uh, the sweep of the Giants here.
0: Absolutely. And and the guy that we've mentioned multiple times and uh, Chase Young. Yeah. What do you think? Do you what do you feel about him playing? Should they put him out there? I've seen some tweets where they're like, "You gotta you gotta do it. You gotta put him out there." What do you think?
1: So um, Pete Haley, who we've had on, who's really great, he said uh, it sounded like um, Ron Rivera said that the the terrain is not going to affect their decision, right? And maybe that's coach speak or, or mm-hmm. whatever, but Ron Rivera saying it doesn't matter. Then I see an interview with Logan Thomas talking about the World Cup and how soccer players refuse to play on turf and how the best in the world – if the best in the world in soccer refused to do it, shouldn't the NFL kind of do the same thing? Mm-hmm. And he said that he's – maybe not nervous, but he knows the risks. I I think, I think you just wait another two weeks now at this point. I mean, you, you've gone this long. You've had this much success without chase young, Mm -hmm. get, get him all the way back, get him out in front of your home field on, on grass, uh, where he's a little bit more comfortable. I don't think there's any need to push it just for one week uh, going into the bye week. So I, I'm I'm okay with him warming up like he's going to play and then putting on his favorite Commanders hoodie and watching uh, the Commanders hopefully take care of business.
0: 100. Uh, I I was just
1: speaking with
0: uh, Big Blue Banter. I want to say it is if I'm getting it wrong, I apologize. But uh, Dan and 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 uh, and Matt they they had me on and and uh, as a matter of fact, Jeff Shaw brought up as well. There's been a lot of injuries. And I just pulled up a uh I just pulled up an article. Calais Campbell, he's he's basically with the NFLPA. He wants grass fields. The Ravens yep. had two players had, get lost to season-ending injuries at MetLife Stadium on week one. It was offensive tackle, Juwan Jones, an Achilles. Kyle Fuller got his cleat stuck in the turf and suffered a torn ACL. And then, hell, even right here, it says Saquon Barkley said he's really not a fan of turf. (laughs) J.K. Dobbins, nobody likes turf. I wouldn't put him out there. I wouldn't do it. Not not this week. Not this week. Like I said earlier, I think you can beat New York without Chase Young. Um, Not that he's not, you know, a great player. He's going to bring a lot of firepower back, but the way that this team is sitting right now, you have a chance where everything's in front of you, everything to gain. No need to put Chase Young out there right now. You have an extra week of seeing him practice and even get even healthier and be more prepared for that second time around. Because I look at this thing like this. You're playing the same team within a matter of, let's say, let's call it two weeks. It's really three, whatever. But you're playing the same opponent sandwiched by a bye week. You have a chance to roll out one, you know, look in the first game. And then the second game complete can be a completely different yeah. look. You know, uh, one time I played a team back to back and this was not in the NFL's in the intense football league. When I was with the Odessa Roughnecks, we played the team from St. Angelo one week and then we literally beat them and said, We'll see you next week because we had to play them back to back. And it it was it was very weird. It almost felt like, uh, you know, those cricket matches that go on for like nine days. It felt like that because it was like we just got done playing. And then here we are again playing you just at a different location. So uh, in my eyes, I'd use it strategically. Let him wait. Uh, I'd rather have Chase Young uh, after week 15 and beyond and going into the playoffs rather than just trying to put him out there on turf uh, against the Giants.
1: Me too. And then to a lesser degree, uh, Benjamin State Juice, who I think you mentioned earlier, dealing with an ankle uh, issue, didn't play last week. Uh, same same thing for him. I don't think you need to put a, a wonky ankle out there on turf by any means. Yeah. So give him a couple extra weeks and bring him back. Uh, and then who knows, maybe you have your full complement of weapons outside of Cole Holcomb, who's on IR, but maybe you have your full complement of weapons on the defensive side of the ball, maybe for the first time and a year and a half at this point. So that would be yeah. pretty sweet to say. And you're in, you know, you get a win against the giants going into the bye week coming out of the bye week you got that excitement to look forward to and, yeah. and sneak away with two in a row. So yeah, I'm with you. I think we're on the same page there. And I kind of, you know, just kind of reading between the lines. It kind of feels that way. Cause chase young has been limited this week in practice. It just kind of yeah. feels like they're letting him work out a little bit and then just going to kind of shut him down through the bye.
0: Yeah. And a lot of times, I mean, injuries, you know, he, Sometimes the recovery, the bounce back, like going from day to day, like you, you work out one day, is there a lot of soreness, the swelling come back? I mean, I, I'm sure that, you know, there's, there's probably just a little bit of soreness and maybe discomfort here and there, but it's safer to just go ahead and wait it out. It'll be all good. You know, it'll be all That's good. Right. One, one good thing, though, is that they have a, a player of the
1: month, an nice award winner, a major award, award winner.
0: Award winner, Joey Sly out there, yeah. West Virginia, West Virginia guy, right? You didn't go to West Virginia? Uh
1: I don't know. I, I he looks like it with the mountain man beard and all that. I, w- I wouldn't put it past him.
0: Yeah, I know he's a local kid. Congratulations to Joey Sly, man. He got the player, special teams player of the month for the NFC, which is which is pretty good. I mean, he's kicking made some big kicks against uh really big kicks in all these games. All mm-hmm. November he's been really kicking it uh through the posts, thankfully. Yeah. Yep helping the big win against uh, against Philly and just having a solid month overall so you got to give him his love
1: yeah Virginia Tech is where he went so close one of the Virginia's um, and and yeah, he led the the NFC in scoring and field goals and obviously field goal percentage. He did not miss a field goal. I think that extra point last week against Atlanta was his only miss in the month of November. So yeah, mm-hmm. huge ups to him. I, I thought he was kind of shaky at the beginning of the year. Thought we might be going into another kicker carousel. So hopefully this he, he uh, gets excited about this and finishes out the year strong because uh, kickers make a big difference. And this team that's winning these close battles, they can take every point that they can get. So yeah, shout out to him and that's impressive. And that's right off the heels of, uh, Uh, Tress Way winning uh, special teams player of the month, I think, for October. So, uh, the punter and the kicker, they got that locked down in in the DMV for sure. There we
0: go. If we can get an offensive player of the month or a defensive player of the month in December, we would complete the would almost be it would be a trifecta at that point. Then we'd have one, one remaining award, uh, to to lock up. But there's a few other rewards that are out or rewards, awards, some voting, y'all. Pro Bowl voting is out there, it's going on until December 15th. Uh, it started November 15th, but that's in the past. So you've got it's December 1st now. So happy birthday. Here. Yes, you got two weeks, two weeks, guys. Go and vote. Who are you be voting for, Brian? Who you got
1: uh, from the commander specifically? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I would Um, I would put Tressway in there first and foremost. I really think that he not to be biased, but I think that he is the uh, best punter in the league. Uh, I would put him in there. Shoot, give, give me Joey Sly. Just send both of our specialists there. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would throw in Terry McLaurin, who's quietly in the top 10 in receiving. I don't think we realize that. He hasn't scored as much, only two touchdowns, but just quietly in the top 10 re- receiving. Just goes about his bi- business like nobody else. Love that guy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I would throw in uh, John Allen and Deron Payne. They're just having other out-of-this-world performances on the defensive line. So I think those five would probably get my – uh immediate votes, and I could be talked into a couple others.
0: Yeah, uh, I think a guy that you got to consider as well, Montez Sweat.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah.
0: Montez Sweat, he's had a great year as well. A lot of sacks hitting the quarterback quite often. I mean, you you can't go wrong with most of the names across the defensive line. Um, if you like, you know, d linemen with wrestling moves, vote for John Ridgeway. Why
1: not? Yeah. If you want to
0: yeah. vote for a great name, vote for Rashad Wild Goose. Put him <laughs> in there. You can vote on Twitter. I think it's and, like Pro Bowl Vote, like hashtag Pro Bowl Vote. can
1: on there yeah and there's some tweets out there that you can just retweet and that that actually counts as a vote but if we're going based off of pff scores which i mean i kind of take with a grain of salt sometimes but it's still you know hey you're you're the top i think Cam Curl and uh, Derek Forrest are right there at the top in terms of safety scores for PFF. So uh, those guys just looking really good in their young guys, too, which make me really excited for the future. So a couple of guys that I would absolutely vote for. And I think there are a couple of guys that one day, if not this year, are going to get that nod because there's some special stuff going on in D.C. That is
0: the truth. I mean, I think the the Robinson kid. I think he's somebody that uh, that could definitely be a, a player of the month or Pro Bowler for sure yep. uh, down the line. I mean, there's a lot of talented players on the Washington offense, but go vote for them, y'all. Yep. Go vote for those folks. Uh, let's see here. What do we got? What do we got? I I
1: think that I think that does it. What we got next is is the Commanders beating the Giants one week, getting a a week off, and then doing it again. So, uh, One more stat to go. The Giants uh, allow 5.2 yards per carry, so that's Mm -hmm. second worst in the NFL. That makes me really excited because I think the one thing missing from Brian Robinson's game has been breaking that long, long run. I think we see one of those. That's my bold prediction, that we see at least one 25 plus yard run for Brian Robinson, if not the Commanders as a whole, but uh, I think that the the running game is going to be clicking. I think what we've seen over this Last last month, they're going to ramp it up and have one of their best games of the year this Sunday.
0: I like it. I like it. But I got my keys right here pulled up, so this is what I'll drop my my ending. Uh, three keys for Washington's victory success here on Sunday. Number one, you got to control uh, Saquon Barkley in that running game. Like I said earlier, they're six and zero oh, whenever they run for over 100 yards. One and three when they don't, and they're coming off of two performances of 90 and 89 yards against Detroit and against Dallas. So those are two uh, two stats that you really got to pay attention to. Definitely want to make sure you get that time of possession on your side. So hand it off, hand it off, hand it off. Do not get tempted. Like I said last week, do not get too tempted to throw the ball. I think there are plays to be made out there because you will get some man coverage and and Terry McLaurin finds a way. He always is open. All right, So you're going to be able to get some plays, but start out with the running game. Uh, that that leads to number two. Start out with the running game. Win that time of possession. When they give up 169, 160 yards to two, two teams that start with D, then uh, that means you're going to come in there and try to run for 170 yourself. That's right. Our third thing, number three, get after the quarterback you're going to have to get after Daniel Jones and make him uncomfortable. Uh, put, send an extra safety in the box, put some pressure on him. The Brian Dable is trying to simplify the reads for, uh, for Daniel Jones, rolling them out, getting him out of the pocket, making him only read half of the field. And he is using his, his athleticism a little bit, but I think there's enough speed on this commander's defense that they can stay with him. Shouldn't allow too many big plays uh, and allow too many big yards. But uh, keeping the pressure on him, this, this offensive line is giving up 33 sacks. They have a, a rookie left guard uh, and a rookie right tackle. Evan Neal is the tackle. He's pretty good. The mm-hmm. uh, rookie left guard, he may not be in there. I think his last name is Zudu. Um, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing it, but you got to think John Allen and De'Ron Payne are circling uh, that young fella saying there's nope. another rookie right here at left guard. Let's go uh, have a little uh, winter, winter chicken dinner. So, uh, yeah, those are my three keys, man. You got to stop the run. You got to run it. And then you got to get after Daniel Jones.
1: Yeah, I would uh, I would go to bed online right now and put the over on commander's rushing yards and the over on sacks because I'm with you. I think they try to get an early lead and then make Daniel Jones throw the ball around and make his life live in H E double hockey sticks for the rest of the game. So head over to bed online. Uh you know, think about our keys to the game. We'll be back with our picks in a later episode this week. If you're watching on video, we'll do that here in just a second. But you got the recipe, you got the cookbook from AAA, you got your keys to the game. Now the commanders just need to go out there and do it move up in the playoff spots, move up in the division, and let's have a, a good Sunday this coming Sunday. So thanks to our guys at, at uh, Bet Online, And don't forget, you can listen to us all over the place and watch us on YouTube when Believe posts this. You can see our pretty faces. But listen on TuneIn Radio, SiriusXM, Stadium, and all your podcasting platforms. Uh, AAA, be good. We will talk soon. And hopefully we're talking on Monday about another Commander's win.
0: And I tell you, Victory Mondays are awesome. Let's make it happen.
1: That's right. They're a little bit easier to take, right? A victory Monday is better than a a loss Monday.
0: That is the fact. That is the truth.
1: All right. You all be good. We will talk to you soon.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.